So this podcast was brought to you by SciSpace Computer Solutions. SciSpace Computer Solutions, your solution to computer problems, available here only at Mankayan Binget. If you have problems on your computer, like if you need uh, formatting, troubleshooting, or software installation, virus cleaning, data, or file recovery, Say, for example, you accidentally deleted your data or file in a USB or in a storage, like uh, external hard drive and the likes, you can call Computer SciSpace Computer Solutions and they can do things magic to retrieve your files. You, have, uh, you need encoding or scanning and photo editing, you can have or you can call SciSpace Computer Solutions, you can find him on Facebook or you can just text 0946-952-3933. Alright, so welcome to El Maestro Speaks Podcast where I talk about things, different things, or I talk about different things with other people. Right now, this is a solo podcast. I mean, I don't have uh, someone with me to have my conversation with. So, it's just me, all right? And by the way, you can also access this podcast in Spotify or in Google Podcast. So, I'm always fascinated with um, learning because uh, I like to learn a lot of things. When I was young, I want to learn how to play the guitar I got through that. I also want to learn drums. Until now, I don't know how to do that. I'm finding time to learn how to. want to learn how to play the piano. I know a little bit of how to. Um, and uh, other musical instruments. I want to learn how to do things, actually. And uh, the thing is, I don't have the patience to do that. So I'm kind of always looking of ways or hacks. Words of people nowadays are shortcuts. Uh, word of my generation on how to do that or how to learn things. And uh, uh, through my research and listening to other podcasts, I discovered that there's no really shortcut in doing things. But uh, you know that is kind of a bummer, right? Because we really learn, uh, we want to learn, but uh, what's uh, lacking is that we really don't have time. So the only remedy or the solution or the so-called hack for that one is to deconstruct the things that you want to learn. <coughs> now, uh. I found a book it call it's called uh, how to learn everything in 21 hours I think I talked about this on the previous uh, previous episode of this podcast but then of course that the the steps on that one works too so basically on the research that I've did so I learned about that and then I also listen to other uh, things from uh, other podcasts on how to 
do that. And uh, the bottom line of that thing, of the research, is that mostly if you want to learn something, you have to, okay, in the book, uh, How to Learn Everything in 21 Hours, take note, 21 hours, and 21 hours doesn't mean you have to concentrate your time a day and a night to learn something. No, that is in an accumulation of times, like say, uh, 21 hours and you can have that. Is that the thing I learned from that is the deconstruction of skills. You have to be very particular of the skill that you want to learn and you have to start small. That's the thing that I learned in that uh, book by Josh Kaufman. Um, I don't have a guide here, so uh, I, forgive me if uh, I made a mistake of telling the author, but they, I think, if I, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, that's Josh Kaufman. Kaufman? I don't know how to pronounce, you know. Now, so, um, bottom line there is that, so for example, you need to learn how to play guitar, you have to be very specific, and you have to start small. So, uh, starting small, if you don't know how to, is, well, I want to learn how to play guitar using one song. That will be very specific. That's the example always an example that I'm using is doing that uh, playing guitar in a song now so that it would not be so that it would be small say you will say I want to play guitar um, with uh, using the song twinkle twinkle little star why did I use that one because it's a simple song and for sure, the chords will be simple also. And then you can search the internet and then do things. You work your strumming there and uh, the chords. That's how you start small, right? So it's pretty. And then you devote your 21 hours um, playing that one. So after 21 hours, maybe you can play it uh, well. Now... You start from that, and then you build up on it. So, uh, by what I mean building up on it is that you, after learning that song, you try to add, uh, search another song, and then maybe using another chord, things like that. So you build up on that one. And then you do not do it like uh, every day. You do it when you have your time. So that's how you progress, right? And progressing to this thing is the key to that is consistency so you have to be consistent enough so uh, at least you'll have time to at least devote the time if you're so busy like all the teachers of debit nowadays printing modules checking things writing reports this uh, you have to find a time a little time like uh, three minutes a day is enough and then the next day is a three minute a day until you will accumulate the 21 hours. It's like that. It doesn't mean that because it's 21 hours, you're going to use the 21 hours in a day. 
It's not like that. It's an accumulation of hours of practicing until you will get or you will attain your objective. So it is the key there is key to learning as to this book based on my observation is setting up a clear objective and then working through it and then you evaluate. Why do you need to set a clear objective so that you can be able to evaluate your uh, outcome or the outcome of that certain objective. Now, one of the thing also, one of the key to learning things fast is that um, it came from the Navy SEALs, mostly they're the most popular branch of the U.S. military. Uh, Navy SEALs, Navy SEALs are responsible in taking down the, what do you call that one? In America, the most evil person, Osama Bin Laden, way back in the 2011, 2000, I don't know, early 2010, I guess. Uh, they're responsible for taking down the terrorists. And... Uh, they have the training, they, the, the thing, the BUDS training and the, um, all sorts of training on how to uh, do things in warfare. Now, uh, one of the Navy SEALs I heard on one podcast said that um, becoming a Navy SEAL is not about training to be the toughest motherfucker in the planet. It's not. It's not that. It's not about that. It is about um, being able to be a fast learner. Say, for example, they were given an assignment to go to a certain places where they need to learn the rudimentary language of that place. Then they can be able to do that in a short amount of time. They. If they need to go to a place where they need to learn something new, something as new skill set that they need in a certain place, they were given a short time to do that one and they can do that. And what's the reason for that one? It's because they have the key. It's like uh, he said that if you want to learn something, I cannot remember the exact code, but you have to be aware of your biases. So forget your bias and open your mind. One of the greatest uh, advice, best advice I heard is that one. So forget your biases and open your mind to what is being given to you. The information that's being given to you do not compare it to the things that you already know. That's what it means when you it means say say that you have to forget or mean yeah uh, forget your biases and you are going to open your mind. So if there's an information coming into you about the thing that you need to learn, you have to forget the things that you knew about that. Just absorb what is being given to you and try to work it out. And that will shorten the amount of time you will need to learn a certain skill. Now, I will cite my example as 
I will cite myself as an example of this one. Way back when I was learning how to kick in the martial arts. Uh, so, the way I was taught how to kick is the... So, in kicking, there's, there's there are different ways on how to kick. I was taught, originally I was taught the, what they call it, the karate ways of kicking which is totally different from like it's like a way of Muay Thai kicking in Muay Thai throwing roundhouse and when we were trying to learn Taekwondo uh, it's very difficult because I was not I was uh, I have my biases I already knew somebody taught me that that's how to kick and when they're sh showing me new ways on how to do it i cannot i cannot learn it it's so difficult for me because i have my bias i i was thinking that no it's like that's weird something like that as compared to someone who is who never had any kicking lesson whatsoever beforehand going in the gym and then trying to learn the way or the taekwondo way of throwing a roundhouse actually they learn it faster better than me so sometimes bias is the hindrance to learning uh, I also have this most of the time when somebody showing me ways on how to edit things and I mean showing me things on technical uh, ways on how to do things and uh, because a kind of, uh, I kind of, or in my mind, in the back of my mind, I'm telling myself that I know how to do that. And after going out in that seminar, under that training, I cannot, for the like, I, I don't know, I cannot even remember what was discussed in that training. So that is the effect of having a bias before going on to learn something. So Navy SEAL said, drop your bias and open your mind to anything. Gather as much as data as you can so you can learn faster. So I guess all people's brain is wired that way. So we cannot learn things. Say for example, old people nowadays, when you give them phones, um, comparing it, um, being a generation that is on the bridge of this, what they call uh, Generation X and the generation of people. I mean, I saw how difficult communication is way back where when you have to write letters and then when you have to, uh, when you have to go to the phone booth at exactly this time because somebody on the other side of the world is gonna call I witnessed that and then I witnessed the situation right now we're in you cannot just call a person you can even see the person you're calling on the other side of the planet so I've been I've been to that uh, changes and uh, so I'm uh, going off topic here but it, I promise you there's a relation to what I'm saying a while back so um, the thing there is, if you give a person, most mostly all people, new technology, um, at the back of their mind, maybe, it's just my opinion, it's not really based on research or based on science, 
they have their bias of thinking that uh, way back then it's simpler and I can it's easier to learn those things my god it's not it's not those things there's those technology back then is difficult to use as compared to the, the technology nowadays but because it's their bias it's the first thing that they learned and in their mind that is easier that's why it, if they were given new things their bias prevents them from learning even the simplest thing that is given already to them so that is one of the effect of that bias that we have in our brain due to the learning or the previous learning that we had so what do you think or what is the best way then to try to remove this uh, bias in our mind of when we want to learn things so most uh, effective way is acknowledging that all of us nobody is exempted in having a bias on themselves right so all of us have that bias and just acknowledge that we have that and you try to be aware of it when you're learning new things and then just try to gather information say for example you're trying to learn how to code and then just absorb everything if just look at how young children can easily learn things right because they have no information before beforehand of that thing so they can easily learn it they have no bias they have no prior info i mean experience where they can compare things so that's one way let's stop comparing the new information that we're having to the old information that we have and that's that expedite and that speed up the way we learn things that is according to my observation so learning and then so why am i very interested in these things like i said a while back is i know uh I don't know. <laughs> I want to learn a lot of things. Uh, I, maybe I'm the person they call a hobbyist. I start learning things, like uh, start learning them, and then once I got to know what I want, and then I start losing interest, and then start moving to another new thing. It's 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 always uh, the case with me. <laughs> I started learning guitar and then uh, I thought I was pretty good because I already know the minor chords, the major chords, the group of chords it goes together. I already know how to play songs. I'm using guitar because uh, yeah, it's the easiest or the simplest uh, example that I can have in my mind right now. So, uh, I started learning guitar once I got I learned about it and then I can uh, play along with songs even if I don't know I can I can totally follow the tune of the song without look, looking at the chords and uh, I did that 
and then after I got I got uh, I lost my interest I tried to move to another instrument because I thought I don't have anything to learn about guitar anymore I'm I was mistaken because I, I didn't know about lead guitar and started learning it through my friends in college now the thing there is if I didn't have my bias I would be a very good lead guitarist right now but I have the bias uh, me so it didn't work well I know how to a little bit but didn't uh, I cannot play as better or as good as my friend so uh, those things and uh, right now especially this uh, generation this era we're in a lot of changes is happening so fast that I you have to learn things fast also to adapt and uh, I think it's kind of working and still I want to I just just uh, in my mind I want to explain the way or how do we because my belief there is if we can find out the ways of how human learn then we can easily teach a skill to someone or we can easily teach lessons to someone because uh, because I believe this is my personal philosophy that um, teaching is the art of learning also by that I mean uh, you cannot teach something if you don't know how to learn it's like that so mostly in the, uh, of course, uh, it's by the podcast name. I'm a teacher, and uh, uh, during our college days and even in the masters, I mean, it took a little bit. I did not finish. Um, I observed that the curriculum for them, for teachers, is uh, mostly on. Uh, well, they have the theories on the ways of learning. Like that, mostly it is on the strategies of teaching things. Those are the most uh, talked about things in that, uh, I mean, in college. And uh, oftentimes we overlook that uh, in order to be a great teacher, you have to be able to no ways on how to learn or the very basic the root of learning or the root or the root of the ways on how to learn <laughs> that might help in teaching that's one of the reason why i was so interested in the art of learning um that's it deconstructing things say for example we you know uh, I it's what I do with uh, dances dancing I really hate dancing I don't know how to dance that's one thing you know about me now you know that uh, I really hate how to but uh, sometimes if I am if I need to then I do deconstructing so I start by looking at the dance as a whole and then I try to divide it 
So I think they have a term for this, chunking it into a manageable piece. And then I try to do it like that. And usually what I do is if it's um, talking about dance, which I'm having hard time doing it. If uh, all the movements in the, say for the limbs on the hand is just a simple movement. Uh, so I'm viewing it as a whole, right? I'm using this as an example to show you deconstructing, how I deconstruct things. So I'm using this, the dancing. And if, uh, say for example, I look at the hands, I'm viewing the dance as a whole. And then if I look at it, look at the patterns, I look at uh, if there are repetitive movements. And then after that one, I look at it again. And look how difficult the movements of the limbs are and the legs and then if I see that the movement of the hand is uh, quite easy like it's uh, there are no complicated movements on it so I go to the limbs and then if I see that it's difficult I concentrate on that and then I try to divide it into three and then if uh, it's still complicated dividing into three divide it furthermore until I can say that I can do it step by step and then start doing it and from that it would be muscle memory. It will take a long time to do it but it's how I do it. It's how I, it's how I do it to learn that certain dance. Um, I don't know why I do practice martial arts but I don't know why when it comes to dancing I'm having a difficult time doing it so that's how I do it with dancing what else do uh, do effective way of learning so learning it that you won't forget it right it's, it's actually doing it so you learn something you try to do it so because uh, the thing there is that uh we say learning when we go to a seminar and go to an event or a lecture we we say that we are learning on that thing i will not call that learning until i fully understand the information the data and i can fully manipulate or do things using that data and then i can do a product or i can um what do you call that? I can use the skill that I, uh, the outcome of, we, we say if the outcome is a skill, until I can use that, um, let's say even crudely, but I can still use it, then I call that learning. Uh, learning is not just going to a lecture and then listening to the lecture and then just going out, maybe taking notes, taking a video, and then you say that you learned something from the lecture. No, you have to create an output using the information that you took from the lecture. And then doing things using that information, using that skill, if the, the outcome of that lecture is a skill, and then using it competitively. That is learning, right? Because if you say you learning, you know that's not learning because you just copied an information, but you didn't do anything about that information, and it didn't didn't register to your brain. 
Learning is that taking the seed, that's the information, planting it in your brain, and then letting it grow. Letting it grow by doing things, using that knowledge that you had, and then letting it grow, and it grows, and the fruit will be the outcome. Uh, I mean, the fruit will be the, the things that you did with that knowledge. That's how I view learning. Now, how can we keep it? How can we grow it? How can we not forget what we learn? So say, for example, you learn things, say you have learned how to uh, do kicks in a martial arts class. So you're good now. And then how can you stay good? Because there will be, if you will not do that, then... And you go back to the gym and say, for example, you learned it for a week and then you stopped for a month, go back after a month and you try to do that for sure, you will look stupid doing that again. So how can you keep that skill? Of course, by doing it repetitively, right? Repetitively. Do it over and over and over again, regularly. I mean, uh, I have this saying I shared in one of the seminar that uh, I was given an opportunity to talk. I said, and I believe this, that all skills are perishable, right? All skills are perishable. It's like a vegetable. You get a vegetable from the market, you put it in a table, you don't put it in a, fr- a fridge, or it will wilt will decompose, will perish. It's the same with the skills. Okay? Now, to keep it fresh, use it daily. That's what I said. All skills are perishable. All learnings are perishable. And to keep, keep it fresh, you have to use it daily. Use it regularly, if not daily. <clears throat> now, uh, one more thing, okay, in the learning is that uh, we have to understand the fact that knowledge is changing, right? The things that we know before that is a good might be changed right now, things like that. Uh, say for example look at their technology right now right now people are saying that it's it's just a fiction that time travel thing maybe a fiction right now but we don't know maybe in the future that uh, that uh, belief will change I mean a long time ago we say that it's impossible to see other people from the other side of the world, right? And now we're doing it. We're having video call with our loved ones in the other side of the world, in the other country. It's a reality now, which is a fantasy. Way back in the olden days. So knowledge is changing fast. We have to accept that fact. So we have to put that in our mind to control our bias one of the keys to learning right what else 
can we share about can I say about learning? So, um, something that helped me is writing a journal of learning things on how to learn uh, of what you have learned. Writing a journal, or I mean, talking it on a vlog. Say, for example, nowadays it's so easy to do a vlog um, because we have the technology in our pocket. All right, now I'm using my cell phone's camera as my camera for this podcast for those who want to view it. And uh, writing a journal or vlogging, talking about it will open your mind to some reflections, right? So when you write things, just write it down. That's journaling, right? You're writing it down and then you're so immersed in writing it down. Your mind is focused in it and while it your body is uh, imprinting that uh, information and at the same time your mind is uh, doing uh, that weird thing of reflecting or trying to internalize that learning it's an effective way of learning journaling or doing it in a sketch like uh, if you're good at sketching just drawing it if you're good at vlogging, just talking about it in a vlog, it opens your brain to more information on how to, or reflections of that, and it will make the deeper, um, I mean, it will make the learning deeper, okay? So, one of the keys to learning things fast. Um, is it learning mem- um Memorizing, is it learning? Well, maybe. I don't know. But uh, maybe you were here because uh, you want to learn how to memorize things. Still, um, uh, understanding it well, that is the key. Understanding, understanding what you're memorizing would be one of the easiest way to digest it. Uh, actually, memorizing is a skill that uh, can be learned also. Um, I read this book once of, uh, I think there was a sport wherein um, the participants are competing on who can memorize the longest number. Say, for example, we know that the uh, number of 4 pi is 3.14 16 and then it goes long right so there's a there's a competition doing who can memorize the longest and the equivalent of pi or who can memorize longest number sequence of number correctly uh, who can memorize they will uh, flash some pictures and then the participants will try to guess where this, those pictures are located and that is a skill. Memorization is a skill. And there is training for that one. One of the common, I guess, which is often te- uh, televised uh, in a procedural uh, movie. I mean, a television show like uh, Sherlock. What else used that? Uh, what uh, other television show used that one? Uh, Sherlock is the common one. Uh, the Memory Palace. 
So memory palace, well, way on how to improve your memory. So still we are in learning, but we talking about memory, learning how to memorize things. Is that uh, the way memory palace work is you try to create a palace in your mind. I guess that's the gist, right? So that's why they call it the palace. There is a palace. And then the things that you try to memorize, you will try to place it on the different parts of that palace. That's how do you do that. Say uh, your palace is a stair and then you want to memorize a certain thing or a certain number. You try to imagine that you place that number in that stair. And then the next number and in the next place, in a kitchen. Say, for example, if your palace is a kitchen. Say that. So you have to working your imagination like that. And then using it to um, memorize things. One also of the, uh, on the book that I read on the learning how to memorize is that, uh, I mean, stereotyping is bad, right? Yeah, yeah it is. But when it's the best way to say memorize names. Say for example, in my case, I am terrible with names. I can't can't remember names of people I met. And then uh, same with same with the author or the uh, author of the book that I read. Um, what they did is that stereotypes people so they can he can remember the name. Of course, he will not tell them the stereotypes that about them but uh, say for example he met some person Josh person so he would say oh and Josh has a long neck so he would say Josh the long necked guy something like that just to memorize the name <laughs> a st- stereotyping is not good but uh, if it helps then why not as long as of course you're not used the one to demean other people um what else? In memorizing things, uh, chunking it also works. So say, uh, if you noticed, um, our cell phones, uh, I mean, telephone numbers long time ago for those people who have uh, seen how telephone numbers are being written. So 4422562, uh, that is the, I don't know if it's still working, but I heard that way back when I was, young boy and that was the the telephone number of a radio station in Baguio City uh, wherein they were saying that if you have some uh, um, concerns that needed action you can just call 4422562 action line something like that and uh, if you notice the way we say numbers like that we First, uh, in the telephone numbers, we have the three numbers, right? So we divide it, we group the numbers into three and then four, something like that. So ch- that is an example of chunking, right? So you can easily remember the number. You have to do it like that. It's chunking. So you can easily memorize it. And if you look at this, our cell phone number, it usually goes like um, the first four numbers, and then the second three numbers, and then the last is the four numbers, something like that. Or first four, and the second group is four, and then last is 
three group of numbers, something like that. That is chunking. You try to group it so that you can easily memorize it. Nowadays, people don't do that because all the numbers of your friends and families are in your phones. So that is <laughs> that uh, right now, I think uh, people are losing that skill. Memorizing is a skill. Uh, you remember long time ago when people don't have books, uh, they memorize stories. That's why I think people long time ago in the olden times are more intelligent than us, maybe. <laughs> because um, the Homer who is the person who told the story of the Troy, Helen of Troy, Iliad, and Odyssey, he did not write that down. He told the story through word of mouth. He told it orally. And just imagine how he remembers that story. And he is going to tell that all, I mean, he tells that um, regularly. And the details of the story is well preserved from the first day that he told it until the last day and then someone came along and wrote this story something like that the story of Mahabharata I think that is the, an Indian uh, literature and uh, that is also quite long I think that's the longest story and uh, it was told through words of mouth and it's quite long right but the the storytellers memorized each of even the minute detail of it and told it over and over again without reducing the those small details of the story so uh maybe it's a skill that has lost its um i mean uh, lost its spark as time goes by as technology comes along it's still slowly losing its uh, spark or I mean its shine and nobody's interested already in memorizing still memorizing memorizing this is quite uh, this is like uh, something weird because memorizing helps you to learn at the same time memorizing is something that we need to learn right <laughs> memorizing needs you to, uh, helps you to learn and then it brings you it's like the bridge to when you memorize things it's the bridge to understanding it deeper from it's just an information that you know to understanding it deeper memorization is the bridge right but nowadays uh, it's a kind of a being it's a skill that's getting stink because of our technology nevertheless it is still a skill that can help you learn and it's a skill right now that we need to learn okay. it's learning learning things uh, importance of it why is it so important learning because it keeps us young um, well it not young in a sense that you're immature but it, it keeps you excited to wake up every day like uh, 
Every day there are something, there are things, new things that we need to learn and that that gives you the motivation to wake up and go go out, um, look at the world and try to see things that you want to learn. Keeps us keeps the brain working, right? And uh, data. Uh, nowadays, um, data or information is as go as as important as gold. This is as expensive as gold, and learning those data may help you go through life. Things like that. How important? That's how important learning is. And uh, because of the nature of the world, that the only, the only, I mean. The only constant in this world is change. Everything change. And if we don't adapt, we will be left behind, right? So that's the that's the beauty of knowing how to learn or I mean learning how to learn. So to sum it up, it's like this. Simplifying things, everything that uh, you want to learn, simplify it. Um, be aware of your bias and just accept the information. Be aware of it. Try doing it regularly so that skill that you learn will not perish. And journaling or doing a vlog about the things you learn will help it fresh those things chunking things that seems to be so complicated will help right the most important thing there is that just open your mind be an open-minded person just forget your bias and be open-minded that's the key to learning new things so because I am alone I'm gonna be ending up my podcast here um, I am a proponent of long-form conversation. So if I have guests in my podcast, that would be I would encourage it's a, a conversation. It's long, talking about nonsense things, talking about interesting things, about the things I want to know about them. And right now, I'm talking about things that interest me. And uh, if you listen to it, then thank you so much. If you did not, then thank you still for visiting a 30 second of it. <laughs> so this podcast also is available in Spotify and in Google Podcast. So that's it for this episode. And I'll be seeing you again next time. Bye-bye.